Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Gray's Academy. The moment you've been waiting for. Man, you have your two favorite handsome, beautiful podcast hosts. My name is Carmen. My name is Kelsey, and it is truly a beautiful night for a season five finale podcast. Guys, Holy cow. we have been so excited for this moment. We have discussed it, and by we, I mean most of you and not Carmen and me. Most of you <laughs> message me and are like, I cannot wait for Carmen to react to the season five finale. And let me tell you guys, I also cannot wait. I know he's watched it, and we have spoken of it zero, like minimally. Only the only times that we've talked about this. So we'll we'll get into a couple of details because it involves Kelsey having a spy on the inside, not named Hercules Mulligan. (laughs) Uh, But also there were two specific like dialogues that I needed Kelsey to have the transcripts pulled up. So I sent, I was like, I need, I need two specific dialogues. And she said, which ones? And I, I sent it to her. So other than that, Kelsey. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited. Uh, um, so this is the the most that I've heard from Carmen. So first of all, he sat down last night um, to watch it at 944 his time, 1044 my time. And he yes. sent me a picture because last night, of course, when he sat down to watch the finale was when Netflix finally decided to say, we know that you're not in the same enough house as the is person enough. paying for this. <laughs> So he sent me the picture and I said, is this a fucking joke? Of course, it's the fucking finale. And then I said, maybe just by Netflix, the time has come. So he did it. I did. Um, In like 10 minutes, he had it. And so he said, season five, episode 24, right? At 1053. And at 1057, I said, yep. And at 1156, he said, fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) And that was, and then he asked me for the two monologues. Oh, goodness. Now, sneakily, I had messaged Jessica. My wife. Yesterday. Yes, Carmen's wife. Um, yesterday afternoon. And I said, I have a favor and you might not be able to do it. And that's fine. I'm just going to ask just in case we can make it work. And then I said, first is Carmen around you? Because I was like, what if they're like in the car and her car like reads this text message out loud? And she was like, no, I'm laying down. And I was like, okay. And I told her we were watching the season five finale. And did she remember what happened in the season five finale? Or did you have to like jog her memory? I said, I I said, and this is when George randomly dies. And it is the most shocking thing in the world. Um, Are there any chances you can sneaky sneak somehow record him reacting to that? Wait, he's dead, dead. I don't know. Fuck. Fuck this. <laughs> um, and she said she would try. And then we talked about a little other Grace things that we won't get into. Um, and then she showed me all of your beautiful Christmas decor that she has put up. And then at 1158, so one minute after you sent me fuck this, she sent me two videos that I will be editing and putting on our Instagram at some point <sighs> for everybody. So, and I yes. said one of them specifically I watched so many times and it it made me laugh immensely. Which well, it was actually t- the second one, the one that was more at the end. Okay. Okay. Got it. And she said he gets so passionate about Grace. 
I do. I know. And I said, I cannot wait to hear his thought process. Um, and that is true. I'm very excited. So let me just, oh, wait, we have things to say first. We have other things to talk about. Apparently <laughs> this is going to be guys. I want you, this is, this is hard for both of us. <laughs> We have to contain our our excitement before we do that. Let's just also um, do a quick cheers. Uh, what are you What are oh, you drinking? Right. As always, you get your your mill. Oh, sorry, I've got a Miller. Oh, you're taking a picture. No, I <laughs> nice. was looking at something we were sent. Miller and I've my- got uh, Kirkland Signature Hard <laughs> Seltzer in black cherry. In my tap tap tap. Fifteen year. Go ahead. There you go. <laughs> so I was—I thought I was going to wait for you. Actually, that is nice. Is I'm old. Oh, no. Ah, mm, actually, the black cherry might be my favorite Kirkland hard seltzer. Oh, here we go. <sighs> Crisp. Crispy. Crispy. Oh, okay. All right. Mm, 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 okay. Mm. So first. I want to say um, Diamond, who I have talked with back and forth on Instagram. Um, she has been listening. She's a, uh, a little behind, so I actually don't know when she'll hear this. But so her and her husband are halfway through Suits. And she oh, says multiple shit. times that you have almost spoiled Suits for her. Okay. All right. And so I am so sorry. That's not my intention. And apparently her husband listens with us. And he oh. said, if Carmen spoils suits, I'm gonna find him and spoils gray. Spoil no, gray. Well, those are two those are different. If you had a podcast <laughs> and I said, uh, wait, oh, what's no! what's the husband's name? Do we do we have the husband's name? Uh, I don't think she's told me no. Well, Diamond, message message Kelsey and, and <laughs> give her your husband's name. Uh, I promise I, I feel like we do a good job that we say spoiler alert, skip ahead if you haven't watched this on most things. So, um, but also I will on just, that, we got Katya requested that we do say spoiler alert and then like give a little like buffer okay. window for people to grab their phone and skip ahead. S- okay, smart, smart. Katya, we got you. We got you. Um, yeah, she's probably not wrong because I also listen and put my phone out and then go do a bunch of things. So if you said well, that's when you got to take out the AirPods and go ah, <laughs> throw them on the ground. Some of us don't listen. Some of us just listen to the phone. Well, let me tell you, I had a moment today where I almost threw my work laptop. Okay. Oh no! Oh no! So I was on this call, and so I'm I'm in this training course right now, and at one point the facilitator goes, "My daughter." recently started rewatching all of Grey's Anatomy and there's one episode where and I go ah, ah, ah! <laughs> and I I like I was in a Teams call and for a second I thought oh I can just mute my computer and then I said I can't find the mute button so I shut my laptop and I ran away <laughs> because sometimes when you shut your laptop there's a little bit of a lag on when like the sound still comes through it's like a it's like a when you step on a bug but their legs so still move a little bit I was people, like were you was uh, your video on uh, yeah, so everything just went so, dark, and I ran away. So these people are, like, listening to this woman speak, and then all of a sudden you're like, ah, and, like, oh, shit. slam, it just goes yeah. black. Yes. So I, luckily, there's someone in my training group who works with me who knows that I have a podcast about this. So I texted him. I was like, hey, 
so sorry if that was if that was wild, but I need you to text me when she's done talking about Grace so I can come back into the, the, the Teams call. And he's like, yeah, you're good. And I, and I go, okay, all right. And I said, hey, sorry about that, everyone. I have a Grey's Anatomy podcast. Or actually, he said, hey, everyone, funny enough, Carmen has a Grey's Anatomy podcast called Grey's Academy. And I go, LOL, thanks, Albie. I just, no spoilers. <laughs> and then I left it at that. And no one said anything. But yeah, I was, it, I was freaking out. I'm like, I am safe literally nowhere. Nowhere I am safe. Ugh, yeah, I know. Goodness. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Like, I worry for you. And, uh, like, the more we talk about it and, like, the more it's just something that we're, like, investing our time into. And, like, for me, I, it comes up all my t- all the time on, like, targeted ads and, like, suggested posts and stuff. And I'm like, God, what if Carmen gets one of these? Or, like, there was something the other day on, on like, a BuzzFeed on Instagram. And it was, like, 37 television episodes so upsetting. They make people cry every time. And I think I was, I don't think. I actually don't think that there was a Grey's episode on there, but I remember being like, what if Carmen like clicks on an episode on a, some kind of list like this? And then it's on there. Like something yeah. is on there, you know? Well, for those of you listening, that's how I got spoiled that there's a Grey's musical episode. Mm-hmm. Remember? Because it was a Buzzfeed article about Ted Lasso and I go, Oh yeah. fuck. I love Ted Lasso. Yeah. Cause it's, great. and then it was like, remember that episode of Grey's when they had a musical and I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 or it was like I don't know it was something like that along those lines but that was that was a bummer uh I still don't know anything about it or when it's coming but uh anyways so I have been spoiler free spoily free we've gotten to this point um spoily free you, in 23 spoily 3 <laughs> 23 and spoiler or er, free of spoiler 24 er, er, er. <laughs> spoilers well. no more in 24 Love that. But not no well, I guess there has been at least one. So yeah. Yeah. No more. Okay. Anyways. Um before we jump into everything, so, yeah. make sure you follow us mm-hmm, at Grey's Academy Pod. If you want to send Kelsey an email, send it to her to Grey's Academy Pod at gmail.com. Follow both of us at Carmen.gabriel.official at chaotically Kelsey. And leave a five-star review wherever you listen. It's very important. We have just been climbing the charts. It is so wild. Also, I wanted to take a second and shout out uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. Wow. You just absolutely are taking away so much market share from the United States listeners. Mm-hmm. It's very impressive. Um, almost 20% of all of our streams alone come from Canada. Uh, so really impressive. Can't thank you all enough for the love. Uh, obviously the United States, well, you're, you're all over the place in our own backyard. So cool. But, uh, yeah, the, the Canada, the Canada listen, the Canadian listeners growing the UK listeners can't thank you guys enough. Germany, Australia, Brazil. Um, just, it's just so cool. It's just so cool. Yeah. So thank Speaking you guys. Speaking of Canada, we, that's one of our shout outs. Shout out our new Patreon member, Shannon from Canada. Shannon from Canada. Nice. So excited that she is on board. And you're so dope. Just you're you're just the coolest. Just thank you for being here. Did you have anybody to shout out? Uh not this week. No. uh there was one person that I was messaging and I reached out and introduced myself and they didn't respond. So Okay, well maybe it went to their hidden spot or something yeah yeah oh man okay but oh also um oh brianna whose email we had read 
Yes. Who, um, she also then joined Instagram and messaged me, and she was like, "I'm Brianna." And I was like, "Hello." And we talked back and forth. Brianna, uh, Brianna, and I have been talking. Okay. Um, and she said she's restarting the episode of she's restarting ER on Hulu, and she okay. said maybe one day we could compare and contrast the two. And I said, maybe in 10 years <laughs> when I get there, when I finish. Yeah. I'd watch and ER. Then she I've, said I've plot heard... twist. Maybe Carmen has secretly seen ER and it would be the opposite. Where you How would be... funny, how funny would it be if I've actually secretly watched all of Grey's and I'm just a really good actor. I would be so annoyed. <laughs> I, I haven't, guys. Like, I haven't. I'm not your friend anymore. Uh, that is funny. No, I haven't. I have not. Uh, if you haven't, though, guys, we are we're uh, getting real close to 100 five-star reviews on Spotify. So definitely do that. And we are approaching 50 five-star reviews on Apple. So those definitely help the algorithms. We appreciate it. We love you all. Do it if you haven't. And, Please. okay, Kelsey, let's, 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 um, let's just jump right in. The obligatory, let's let's just jump right in, you know? Let's let's do this thing. Foo boy. Foo boy. Yeah. We just got to get this intro stuff out of the way because this is going to be hot, stanky content. That's so much. Yeah, we didn't even talk about how we're breaking this up. We'll figure it out. Um, It's going to be a long one. (laughs) I think that goes without saying. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this is the 24th and final episode of the fifth season. It is episode 102 overall, and it is called Now or Never. And that is a song. Now or Never is a song by Three Days Grace. So I, first off, am not a huge fan of Three Days Grace. But this song did not do incredibly well on the charts. However, uh, it did... Uh, the album itself did did pretty good. So the the song is from the Three Days Grace album, which is their their self titled album, and it was their debut album released July twenty second two thousand three. Speaking of Canada, uh, Three Days Grace is a Canadian rock band, which I actually did not know until doing this research. So shout out Canada. So this album hit as high as number 69, nice, on the U.S. Billboard 200. Uh, It reached as high as number three in the Canadian metal charts and number four in the Canadian alternative charts and number nine in the Canadian Billboard albums charts. So did really well in Canada, obviously. Uh, Reached number 47 in Australia, 21 in New Zealand, and it did hit number one in the U.S. Heat Seekers album, which is done by Billboard. I don't know exactly what that means, but it's a notable accomplishment that was listed. So uh, the other singles from this album were I Hate Everything About You, Just Like You, Home, and Wake Up. With that being said, guys, I am so sorry. This song did not make it to the Carmen iTunes library. It received a one out of five. I did not like it. So, Canada, I love you still. I am so sorry. But Robin Sparkles is a better export than Three Days Grace. So, hopefully that meta-level humor wasn't too far over your heads. But with that, Kelsey, are you ready? Now I am. <laughs> okay, I was like, uh, hold on. Sorry, I forgot that I muted I it to go to Almost just away. had a heart attack. You ran away. <laughs> Yes, I did. Because <laughs> I have other things pulled up on my iPad, so I needed that for the for the other things. 
Okay. Um, so this episode was written by Deborah Khan, which I was actually shocked by. I really thought it was going to be written by Shonda, but I guess yeah. Shonda just wrote the hundredth. She didn't do this one, I guess. Um, directed by Rob Korn. Also aired May 14th, 2009. This had Mm -hmm. 17.12 million viewers. So like Mm. 2 million viewers in the first half, which is bizarre to me. Um, And the Netflix synopsis is George delivers stunning news to Bailey, sending shockwaves throughout the hospital. Which is fine, but like if they could have also been like, Izzy recovers from surgery. (laughs) Or something like about Izzy. Izzy's surgery recovery meets complications. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so let's just go ahead and let's just get this out of the way. All of my predictions came true. That's not true. I predicted they would get married, even though they really didn't get married. But Derek says he got married. So yeah. prediction check mark for Carmen. Mm-hmm. And I predicted Izzy dies. Check mark. For Carmen, uh-huh. never in a million years would I have predicted that George <laughs> apparently dies, but doesn't die. I'm predicting that he is back for season six. Okay. But George Izzy's is back. Izzy's Izzy. for sure Izzy's dead. on the elevator. This is a misdirect. George mm-hmm. is off the elevator like, hey, come on. I'm in, the ar- I'm in an army outfit for some reason. My whole life haven't stepped foot in the army. But that's what my that's what my my avatar in death is 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 in the the military uniform. So no no George is still alive. Okay. Izzy, however, is for sure dead. Okay. Um. Okay, so let's. I don't even know. Um. I honestly can't. I don't even know where to go with this episode at all. I know. I'm still um, a little bit in shock. Yeah. Well, that's what it was like watching it. Because, again, let's let's set the scene. Okay, it's 2009. Okay. The Catherine Heigl, you know, we'll call it drama inside the, the scene, behind the scenes of the filming. In, in Shondaland. Splattered across tabloids, right? Now, with time, we have learned more information, and I feel like it was presented to the public not in the way that it was really breaking down behind the scenes. Um, and so... You know, maybe things didn't go as fairly as they should have um, for her. I don't know. Again, I wasn't there. I can just take the information given later on. Um, so we have been told that Catherine Heigl's leaving the show. That's what we've been told. Um, yes. The contract was not up when she was asking to leave. So that is like why they think that's why the, th- the theories were that she like had to go through the rest of the season. Right. Instead of just like getting to leave right when she asked or whatever, she wasn't fired. She finished up her contractual obligations. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think that was what she wanted. I think she wanted to be gone immediately. And they were like, no, to my understanding again, I could be very incorrect. Who's to say someone I'm sure, but it's not me. <laughs> um, so that's the scene, right? So we're all go and I sent Carmen the promo before we started the episode. And then in the promo, they it's like, look out, Izzy's dying. So Her last chance at yeah. life. 
that's and like she's like they show her face they like flash back to other episodes of izzy and it's it's very izzy like they're putting izzy at the forefront of our minds right so no they don't even in this promo about george yeah there's nothing in this promo about any other storylines at all no well it says the last person you'd expect left for dead which i think you could take that in like an overall like whole show of like, Oh, the last person you would expect to die. Um, like watching this episode, I kind of think maybe they're saying like, Oh, but <laughs> plot twist, <laughs> someone extra, um, so, or it left for dead. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was, um, I was, I don't want to say it's a misdirect. It's just like a bonus. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> But buy one get one free dead person yeah because it's not like izzy just like hopped out of bed and started doing a tap dance or anything so yeah 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 it's um definitely this is a big one i mean i have vivid memories of watching this um in 2009 um i was let's let's, let's I do don't this. know why i was home because i was definitely in college well, I guess call it May 14th. I was, I would have already have come home from college. Cause I watched it here with my best friend from high school. Spring break um, is spring break in May. No, May is the end of school. May is oh, the start okay. of summer break. Um, guys, Carmen didn't go to college. He's fine. Um, it's true. and so, so, uh, yeah, that must've been why I had probably just gotten home like the week prior or something, but we got together and watched this live. Um, and I remember it's funny the moment that Carmen realized it was George was slightly before it's like told to the viewers that it's George. Um, and it is almost exactly the same moment that I realized it. And I mean, I remember turning to my friend and going, Oh my God, that guy is George. (laughs) And it's so funny because Jessica sent me the video. Now Carmen had paused it, obviously, um, because that's what we do when we watch this show. And, but it I was, was in the middle still, of another thought. Yeah, I know. That's what's so funny. <laughs> um, but I think I realized it like uh, just a tiny, I do wonder, do, do you think if you hadn't been pausing it, if you had just been watching it through, do you think you would have connected it or do you think it really would have come more out of left field? No, I, I was, I immediately, assi- like, so, Okay. Here's the thing. My my thoughts while I'm watching the show are typically on like like a, a five to ten second delay mm-hmm. because I'm typing my notes as I'm processing the scene before me, before that. Right. So I'm typing the note thinking – so it's it's the scene when Weber is saying, oh, no, like – or Bailey's like, well, we got to find George for this intervention. And and this, the chief is like – Weber says – I, I, I gave him the day off. Like yeah. he, he's enlisting. I got to – give him time with his mom and I'm typing up the notes about, well, all that time for the intervention wasted planning this thing. And as soon as I'm done with wait, the planning thought immediately I go, Oh my fuck. It's George. George is the guy. Well, they cut, I think you paused it right when they go into the room with quote unquote, John Doe and hunt says, I thought you guys were supposed to get married. Because in the video that Jessica sent me, you're literally in the middle of the thought of 
but they didn't fucking get married. It doesn't make any sense. And then you're like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) It's very funny. Um, Are we, are we going to be posting that? that Yeah. Yeah. That video is going to go onto the internet for all to enjoy. Good. I'm happy. Um, I'm happy for everyone. Yeah. That's, that's gotta be a real, that's gotta be the real. Remember that time when George (laughs) fucking got murdered by a bus? Yeah, um, uh, Jessica really so came in clutch with that. Shout I need Jessica. you all to message Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Or if you haven't joined our Patreon, join our Patreon so you can get into our Discord so you can talk about this episode freely with us in a spoiler-free environment. I need to know how many of you got... Like, did anyone get it sooner? Because it's yeah, really... I would love to know. I'm so curious if there's people who are like... Uh, because I think that there's there's hints where you think, oh, who would the kind of person be that mm-hmm. say that throws themselves in front of a bus to save someone, a perfect stranger? Yeah, I guess that's that that that's George. That's George. And then like, you know, it's kind of like when they when you watch it with the knowledge, it's like so I'm you know looking for all of these things as I'm watching it to like put in the notes. Um. And there's this part where she's like, oh, you know, this guy comes up and he smiles at me and he's nice to me, just like a regular looking guy. And I was like, George is a pretty regular looking guy. (laughs) And then um, when Bailey comes in to yell at Owen and they're working on John Doe and she says, "Um, O'Malley joined the army and the guy starts coding because it's George and they're talking about him. Mm. <laughs> there's so much. You you guys, there's so much. It's, it's wild. Uh, it's her Prince Charming, you know? Oh, she's annoying. She said that. But I'm, I am annoyed by her because she was a very, to me, unlikable character in the OC. And oh, so, and this that is a person first. from another show. Yeah, she okay. had like an I, arc. I didn't she wasn't a reg- yeah, series regular. She had an arc on the OC, and I despised the arc, and I did not care for her at all. And so when she showed up on Grace, I was like, "Ugh, this girl." <laughs> so let's. I guess I guess we're talking about George. Should we just talk about George? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's where we're starting. <laughs> all right, let's start with the meat and potatoes. Um, okay, I. I'm going to say this, folks. I did not do this to George. Yeah, this was not like when Carmen killed Dylan. I killed Dylan. <laughs> I did not run over George with the bus. This was not even on my radar. If he exactly. ends up actually being gone from the show, this would be truly to the the little line in that that promo, the last person you'd expect. He's George, and I'm not a giant George fan, but the George fandom is so intense that there's no way I would have thought that this person only makes it five seasons. Yeah. So this was not even on my radar, but my official prediction is I think he's, I think he's, he lives. Is he's dead, but I think he lives. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I might need to watch episode their season six, episode one right after this, but I, I I won't. If you watch it tonight. 
that's fine. You just have to watch it again closer to when we record. Okay. 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 That's okay. my only stipulation. Like, I don't it's care fair. if you watch it tonight. I just feel like it's you fair. have to watch it again closer to next week. That's fair. Um, so, yes, on the topic of, like, the last person you'd expect, I think what they do, how they write it, again, I said this last episode, these episodes originally weren't meant to air together. They were supposed to, Shonda didn't mean them to air together. Um, but I think the good thing about how they do it is if, if it had ended last week where George signs, like joins the army and then he's not in this episode at all, I feel like it would maybe be closer to like being able to figure out that it's him, but because he's in the beginning of the episode and he's saying like, Oh, I'm going to go scrub into surgery. Then like, we're thinking, Oh, he's in the surgery. Plus if you think about it, we've talked about this at length. He's not, in a lot of season five, like he's in every episode, but he's like not hyper present. So this doesn't feel any different to like not have him in a lot of the episode. Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't, you don't go like, where's George? We haven't seen him all episode because that's kind of how it's been for the last several episodes. Yeah. Basically the entire Izzy arc with Denny and, and her sickness, all of season five, really. Um, what is it? TR. TR night. Yeah. TR night. Um, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been present. It didn't feel out of left field. It, it truly was one of those things where I'm like, Oh yeah, George is obvi- obviously George is saving lives and surgery. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about the lead up with this, with this guy. So he comes in and it's an unidentified, just bag of blood sitting on a gurney basically like the dude is mangled yeah because the bus hit him and then didn't know that he hit him for almost a full block which if you have not lived in the city that's a long fucking time a city block is not small (laughs) ah goodness so the he's he's in he the girl he saved a girl uh, the scene where, uh, Callie's like to Lexi, get her out of here. And she's like, no, I need to stay. And then, then she pukes everywhere. And oh, yeah. I'm sitting, I'm sitting there laughing. Uh, I feel bad do. that that's funny. <laughs> yes. But then Callie's like, okay, can you get her out of here now? Like I asked you the first time, bitch. <laughs> so that was, <laughs> yeah. that was funny. And then do you, you watch, you've watched some Rick and Morty, right? Um, yeah, I've watched a lot of definitely the first two seasons, probably the first three. So there's one episode, I think it's intergalactic cable, interdimensional cable, where they have a TV show called man versus bus and, or it's called man versus car. And when mm-hmm. Mark comes in and goes man versus bus, I'm like, oh boy, this is funny. <laughs> oh and that's all I could think about. So I like I don't know. the one where Morty thinks <laughs> the teacher was on the moon. <laughs> Some would say he looked like a smudge. He looked like a smudge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that that one like really sticks with me. I don't know why I find it very funny. Um, it okay. is very funny. The, so, yes. the episodes that have been out recently are wild. And Jessica hates this like show. Them. Michael does not like them as much because he says that a lot of the jokes are basically like, man, our fans suck. Um... Some of them are, but they're, it's just even the plots, like the episode yeah. that I was watching last night 
is there, there's a planet where when people commit suicide, their bodies turn to spaghetti. Mm-hmm. And you can eat the spaghetti. Let's remember also that one of the writers is no longer there because he had to go to jail. Is he in jail? I thought he. I thought it was he all. Should be in jail. I thought all the accusations were found baseless, uh, but I, I don't care either way. The true. show is going on without him, which is fine. <laughs> like the um, episodes that I'm watching right now don't have him in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, okay. Grey's Anatomy. Um, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> um. Yeah, we're we're already off topic, so let's take a quick break for um a, a word from our regional sponsors. One of the best things about finishing a great book is knowing that you have another one ready to go in your to-be-read pile. With Book of the Month, you can make sure that your to-be-read pile stays stocked and ready to go. Each month, you can use the app to select from five to seven titles vetted and curated by the team at Book of the Month, focusing specifically on debut authors and early releases. If you can't choose just one, you can always upgrade and add more from your selection. And if that TBR pile starts to get a little too tall, you can skip as many months as you need to give yourself a little extra time to catch up on what you have. Personally, I am a huge fan of suspense and psychological thrillers, so I was very excited to see multiple books on the selection list for May that fit that description. I selected two different titles, both of which are set in Washington State, just like our favorite show, Grey's Anatomy. I thoroughly enjoyed The Return of Ellie Black, the first thriller novel from Amico Jean, and have Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch ready to read on my road trip next week. Right now, you can sign up for Book of the Month and use code PEDALS to get your first book for only $5. That's code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, to get your first book for only $5. Watch out for that blue box at your door and get your TBR pile stocked and ready. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And we are back. Ah, oh, so good. So um, good. And we're back. Here, look, this is what it would sound like if I was on M- NPR. Uh, we're back. Thank you so much to our regional sponsors. We appreciate you much. Thank you. To all of our listeners out there, we hope you're having a beautiful day. That's what it would sound like if I was on it's, NPR. That was really good. That was re- <laughs> should we, should we, get, should we give this up we and pursue for NPR? NPR careers? <laughs> Do everyone we'll just... do this podcast on NPR. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. live. Uh, uh, I fucking hate Derek. He's <laughs> and he should really go to therapy. You know, really look in inward at himself. That's so true, Kelsey. Indubitably, I agree with you. Everything you say is a good point. I just truly appreciate you being here with me today. That's true. Thank you for all of our listeners going on this journey. Now back to Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Oh, oh, that was PBS, not not NPR. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. PBS. Anyone else watch PBS? Yes, Arthur is my jam. I don't know why I remember this so vividly, but there was a Kicks commercial when I was 
I would watch PBS all the time, and there was a Kix Berries commercial. And all I wanted in life was the fucking Kix Berries. My parents would never buy the Kix Berries. Well, they were expensive. Yeah. Gotta well, buy those Walmart bags. It's not the same. It's not. I agree. It's As like Kix with a CK with <laughs> instead of Kix with an X. It's Ix. <laughs> Ix Aries. Speaking of Aries. Marlo is big into Bell right now, okay. which Not is fine. Aries, but okay. No, no, Aries and Harry's. I was going to say, because Harry's. There's a line in the Gaston song where he said every inch of his body is covered in hair. Yeah. Every last inch of me is covered in hair. It's disgusting. Yeah. And he also rips his shirt off and there's hair that's like bursting from his chest. I don't remember that scene. Uh... Anyways, okay, back to Grace. So, all right, so we're we're sitting in the scene. So Hunt Hunt comes in to that scene where uh, Mark is like, oh, yeah, man versus bus. Ha, 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 ha. And Hunt's like, this dude's a fucking hero, okay? Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And Mark has to come in. He's got to fix the arm. All of, uh, all of, I think there's a, pretty much after that when he's coding, he, the, the blood is filling the, the brain. Did you feel like everyone looked at Meredith really weird when she goes yeah. to drill into his head? Like I was waiting for an explanation. Like I, I like, yeah, it's her first time doing burr holes. Maybe I, she might've done them before, honestly, but like Lexi's done burr holes. Izzy's done burr holes. Yeah. Like Derek's right there. I mean, I feel like if it was anyone else, it would be a normal teaching opportunity. It's just weird. I, I thought the reaction was weird mainly because there was no explanation following it. Yeah, it was definitely a weird scene. I, I didn't understand because at this point now they're in their second year still, right? Yeah. They're in their, their first year of residency. Well, technically, so from what I've read, the intern year is the first year of residency. Oh, okay. But it's also Grey's Anatomy, so I don't know. It's the first year that I believe it's the first year where they are residents. Okay. Called residents. Got it. All right. So anyways, it, yeah, it just seemed weird to me. They all were like, uh-huh. I don't know if it was for dramatic purposes, but they're all like, oh, Meredith, what is she doing with the, the yeah. drill? And he wakes up. So, but he's in that situation where he's like, oh, bad, bad heart rhythm. They have to transfer him to the OR. Um, there was a scene, though very shortly after that, where he starts to try to write something on her hand yeah. and yeah. she doesn't that's get it. In because that's in the OR right before they put him under, I think. Or in Angio, yes. that's an Angio. The Angio, yeah. Yes. So they're... The girl's talking to him, to Meredith while George is trying to... Or John Doe, at this point, is trying to write something on her hand. That's my prince in that bed. Okay, at that at this point, though, I was like, okay, maybe this is weird. Maybe she's trying to murder him. Is she an assassin? <laughs> She she wasn't. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. And then no, there no, was a nice. She was not in there. So Meredith was in the Angio with him. And then Meredith leaves. And Amanda's right outside the door. And she's like, you cannot be here. And she's like, I have to be. That's my prince. Yeah. He saved me. That normal looking man saved me. Yeah. Then we get the scene in the OR where. So they're, I think they're talking about George joining the army and mm-hmm, yes. Derek calls hunt a hero. Yeah. 
And that was a really cool moment. And he's like, I mm-hmm. am not a hero. I I just tried to make sure that I was able to save as many people as I could. There were other people out there doing the fighting. And then I think this is the same scene, or maybe it's a little bit afterwards, where they're talking about how, uh, do you think O'Malley can handle it? Yeah, Callie says scene. no. Yeah. Then Derek says, I think he'll blow Surprise. us all away Surprise and bursts out into yeah. singing. Um, <laughs> yes, he says, I think he'll surprise us. And then Mark says he's for sure going in a body bag. And then Meredith just yells, everyone shut the fuck up. Yeah, Meredith's like, everyone shut up. That is the last note that I have for the unidentified male dragged by a bus, which was what he was originally named in my phone <laughs> until we found out that it's George. Um... sure that tracks i think you're right yeah i don't even think here's the crazy thing there was so much happening in that final scene that i didn't even write in my notes is fucking insane i didn't even write in in my notes oh wait did i write it Where is it? Where I I don't have any notes of my official reaction. Oh yes, I do. It was all caps. Weber let George go, and he got hit by the bus. And then I said, "It's fucking George." Yeah, that was my note. If we do have video evidence, he's not lying this time. Um, and so yeah, it's a. Uh... So the last three minutes specifically is a lot, but, um, well, let's backtrack a little bit cause we kind of skipped past when George is there. Yeah. So, so let's, let's do this. We'll, we'll backtrack and then mm-hmm. we'll go back to the end at the end of probably episode two. I'm, ass- I'm assuming part two of this, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we'll, we'll backtrack. So we've, we've talked about John Doe as it, as he exists as John Doe. Yeah. And all of you now know a little <laughs> bit of my insight for, I'm going to give you my full play by play of the end of this, this episode, but now you all know what my notes were leading up to his name is John Doe. Where do we go to now? Uh, so at the very beginning, George, they're all um, in Izzy's room, like waiting for her Izzy to wake up. You know, it's been overnight since the surgery. And George is in there. He's like, I got to go to surgery. Like, let me know if anything changes. Um, and then we see Christina seeing Owen hugging George. And she's like, mm, that's fucking weird. Um, and then, uh, George finds Bailey and he's like, this is such a funny scene when he, it's a great scene. It's perfect. I love their dynamic. Um, and so he's like, I have to tell you something. I'm going to do something important. And like, I think in in the long run, you'll realize that it's good, but first you're going to be met. You're gonna be like, what did you do? And then he says, I joined the army. (laughs) And she goes, you did what? And he goes, yeah, I thought we'd start there. <laughs> so funny. Uh, she didn't just say you did what she said. You did <laughs> what? Yeah, she <laughs> there was a, also. there was a what in there. There was a capital H. It's also yeah. funny because he started as like, Hey, just real quick. I just got to tell you something really quick. And he starts talking for like 45 seconds. And she's like, this is not quick, George. What the fuck? <laughs> and there's obviously a lot. So we get, a weird moody Bailey for most of this episode. We yes. find out why, obviously. Right. But yeah, it's, I like that 
Oh wait, so he he told Hunt first. Yes. Okay. He so you told, could not have gotten yeah. two different reactions. Right. Yeah. The embrace from Hunt and the total shock and clearly disapproval from Bailey. Um yeah. Uh what is what is your take on the level of support? I am probably more in line with how Arizona mm-hmm. would have reacted. Um, which by the way, I, I had, I made a note at one point because she's like, Oh, that's awesome. I was like, she must have people in her family who are veterans. Uh, also which her we, name is Arizona. So like, I feel like that tracks. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes sense. So, I I have people on my father's side of the family who served in the army. I have people on my mom's side of the family who served in the air force. And there are people in Jessica's family that have served in the army and the Marines. So I have the utmost respect for the military and I want to start there. My next thing I'm going to say immediately is I have no business being in the military. I was not made for the military. I was not made for people telling me what to do. Uh, I also, don't the physical things that the military do and have to do to ensure the freedom of our country and us as a nation are things that I am not emotionally equipped and prepared to do. So with that being said, anytime someone says that they're joining the army, that's so dope. Like good for you. I don't have that bone in my body. Yeah. I feel like I don't have the conviction that you have to have. Right. Now, if I said, if you said to me, Kelsey, Carmen, I'm joining the army. I'd be like, whoa, <laughs> I think you need an intervention. <laughs> because you know me as a person. Because I know you as a person. So that's where I'm a little bit torn. And I don't, they, they see George's decision as very reactionary and it's very split second. Like it, it's kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. But Hunt has spent a lot of time with him individually. I think Hunt's maybe spent more time over the last couple of weeks with George than anyone else in the friendship group has. Right. That doesn't mean that Hunt can speak more to George's emotional state, but it's not like Hunt ever once was like, dude, you should join the army. All he said is, you got to be on trauma with me. That's what you got to do. Yeah. So no one was coercing him. And I think that's where where I get a little bit annoyed with them. Is that it feels sudden right like to me the outside viewer also like i stand behind what carmen said now i have a lot of feelings about not the people in the military but the military as a unit and i feel like i have rabbit hole soapboxy things that i feel like they don't take care of their own people and especially their veterans and i have a lot of feelings about that um which is i feel like another reason why people would be shocked if um if i was like i've joined the army uh because i have a lot of issues with the way uh the the country as a whole treats veterans um and i just feel anyways this is a whole other thing but uh my thing with george is it feels super sudden like again it tracks that he's worked on trauma he's worked with owen but owen hasn't spoken about iraq with him and then they have the patient last week who wants to cut off his leg to maybe be able to go back. And 
uh, like the only thing I'm seeing is like, are you just because that guy was talking so much about like, that's his family. That's where he fits in. Those are his people. And George has kind of like not really had that so much this season that we've seen. So maybe he's like craving that, but also, you know, he has really passionate about trauma. I have no issue believing that he has, he is passionate about trauma. I just think it's such a leap to be like, I'm going to uproot my entire life to do this thing. Again, I think it's very noble, but I feel like I don't, a lot of people in my experience that go into the military, it's a plan. They don't just like meet one person in the military and go, yeah, I'll join the military this afternoon. It's, like, it seems like there's yeah. a whole lifetime building up to that moment. Like that's what they want to do. Yeah. And so it does. The, I, I'm not saying like they should talk him out of it. I'm just saying like, are you sure? Like, have you put any thought into this? Yeah. And if, if you know, there, there's one really cool scene that Arizona, when we, we kind of get this build up. by the way, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but there's this buildup with Callie in Arizona. There's a tension mm-hmm. building around this. And Arizona at one point is like, my brother came home in a box because yeah. there weren't enough Georges in the war. Yeah. And I could see George being the kind of person who is feeling that conviction in that mm-hmm. moment. Is it a long-term thing? I don't know. I'm not George. I'm not this character that they've created. The thing that you got to also remember is George has been through a lot this year. Yeah. Uh, he lost his dad. He mm-hmm. lost his marriage. He's had losing his, his best friend. Mm-hmm. What did you say? He had an affair. Had an affair. You know? So with his best friend who was dying, maybe George killed her. Maybe George gave her cancer. So that he could join the army. So that he could join the army. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so you you think he's still alive? I think he's still alive. And you think he isn't going to join the army now? I don't think his injuries think will allow him to. Army? I think his injuries will not. I think his injuries will will um, disqualify Prohibit. him. Okay, but he'll still be able to doctor. Yeah. Okay. Or at least teach like house. Mm. I love house. Yeah, that's that's the next spinoff after we do private practice. And Station 19. Mm-hmm. And Scrubs. That's the, and Scrubs. And Psych. And then Suits. <laughs> and then ER. And ER. <laughs> we need this to be full-time. We got to just Honestly, do a full-time. Guys, if this, if we were doing this full-time, a new podcast every day. That's what it would, Twice that's a what day. would be looking at. Have you, Twice do you a day. Watch Pat, you don't want. Do you watch Pat McAfee? I can't imagine that. You don't care enough about football. He's a football. I he would. He talks mostly about football. He's I would if pink. it's. He literally a new podcast every day that is like six to eight hours and he's funny and he's like little, like he's always got a group of people and they're just like talking about football. Like that's the overarching thing. But like, they also make like, just talk about other dumb shit. And I'm like, this could be us. This could be us. Instead, you guys only get two and a half hours once a week. (laughs) But, but we love you. If you're lucky. And we hope that you love our silliness. Yeah. What you need to do is if if everyone who listened joined our Patreon, we could do not. this full time. I don't think that's true. I think so. I don't think so. I think so. I'd quit my job. I would love it, but quit I just my, feel I'll quit like my job tomorrow. I know you will, but I don't think you can. <laughs> ah. 
um, anyways, okay. So, oh, right. Let's just talk about Cali and Arizona now since we're, it's wrapped up with the George part. Can um, I hot take yeah. Cali? Not on her side for this. No. Well, she's not hearing Arizona out. Right. At all. Mad. And yes. I'm like, she, for some reason she is taking it as Arizona just wants George to die. That's like my read on how she's reacting. I was, I was very similar. It's like, oh, there's some weird jealousy because Callie and him were married. So Arizona wants the competition out of the picture. Something there yeah. was, it was like some sort of originally my original thought was there was some sort of jealous intention, mm-hmm. but the very, after she like doubled down and tripled down, I'm like, Oh no, no, no. There's, there's, she's got military, she's military family. Yeah. But my initial reaction was like, Callie, like what the, what the fuck? Yeah. I just wish like the communication is poor as with most couples on this show. Um, that's what gives conflict, I guess. People with good communications, I guess, are dull. I don't know. But I, I thought we had a turning point last week with when we were naked in bed with the pizza, guys. That was like thought, three weeks ago. Really? Weeks ago. Two or three really? weeks ago, I think. You, two weeks ago. When was when was Meg on? It was the 100th episode. Yeah. So when Meg was here. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Okay. All right. Well, anyways, I thought we had a turning point. Um. Yeah, well, they didn't really talk at all last episode, I don't think. They didn't have any interactions. Yeah, not really. Not, none, none that stand out to me. Yeah, so, so this week, um, podcast like, on. oh my God, so cool. And Callie's like, no, it's not. Ugh, storm away. And then she goes back to Callie about something else. And Callie's like, and Arizona says, are you mad at me? And she's like, no, I'm awesome. Eh, just again infant infantile awesome um, wow and then arizona doubles down and she's she like col- no she calliopes her she's like i this is what he is doing is awesome and then later on she finds her and she has a whole speech I, do i have the speech i think i have it let me get it because it's worth acknowledging it is it is a good one um so you're about to go through the the whole the whole speech of that. The mm-hmm. thing for me that really stands out in this scene, can you guess what I'm going to say? There's an apology. I was going to say is it that Callie apologizes? Yes, and she doesn't say I apologize. She says no, she says I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, well, she's a woman, so That's true. Women on this show often apologize. It's Women we are better than men in a lot of ways, especially and this show. Mark says, I'm a better woman than you in this episode. Gosh. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that specific yeah. storyline because um, I don't know what's happening in the storyline. I d- actually don't know <laughs> what's happening with them. Um, okay. So Callie is in the lounge and Arizona comes in. And Arizona says, I don't see things. So maybe I just don't get what's going on with you or why you're so mad. But I do think it's awesome. I think it's joy- George joining the army is awesome. And Callie says, um, shut up. And Arizona says, um, no, you asked me who I was. I am a person who thinks that George is doing danger. What George is doing is dangerous and terrifying and brave. He is going to serve his country. He is going to risk his life to save the men and women who make it possible for you and I to sleep safely in our beds. I'm a person who thinks that is brave 
and I am a person who stood in an airplane hangar and watched them unload my brother's body in a coffin, and all we got was a flag. My brother died over there because there weren't enough doctors, Callie. So for my money, George O'Malley is a patriot. He's a hero, and I am grateful that he exists. So yeah, the word I use is awesome. That's who I am. Um, I love this, and then Callie apologizes. And I love this. I love the backstory to Arizona, because again, we yes. have not had her very long. We've had her for the back half of this season. Like just since the the murderer was there, yeah. Right? Um, I wonder if so she was we testing well, to, yeah. like with we the don't study know groups. Her the way we know a lot of these other characters, yeah. Um, and so I love like a little nugget, a little nugget of character building. Yeah, what I'm what I'm thinking is so they introduce her, mm-hmm. and initially. People are like, oh, we don't like change. We don't want Mm -hmm. this new, upbeat, perky blonde person. And then all of a sudden, she's in a relationship with Callie, which anyone who interacts with Callie, automatically you're more intriguing to me. It's true. Just because she's uh, there, they're such a great actor. Um, And when we start to dig in, I think the focus groups start to be like, yeah, Arizona. Ooh, you got good scenes with Bailey. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we get this backstory, which for me means that she's going to be in the show for at least through season six. Perfect. Alicia, um, you got all that? You got all my predictions so far? <laughs> um, And so, yeah, I love this backstory. And I, uh, I feel like... A lot of times when you have a character who's just like happy and peppy, you think like, oh, they've just had like this great life. Like everything's been super easy for them. And this show has kind of flipped that because Izzy's the same way, right? Like obviously she's stunning. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. Um, But she she grew up in a trailer park. She um, had a child very young that she gave up for adoption, all this stuff. And then you have Arizona who clearly also like beautiful, happy, peppy, successful peed surgeon. The assumption is like, oh, she's just like had a great life. And now here she is. And like, who's to say she hasn't had a great life, but she's also faced this horrible thing that she's gone through and like grief and loss. Um, So that is just like more interesting. Like that makes her more interesting to give her more layers like that. Um, And then you have people like who are a little more grumpy and like Callie and Christina. And those are the ones who actually had the super easy, like rich parents, like grew up in like really nice posh schools and all this stuff. So I just think it's interesting. Yes. Yes. I agree. The silver spoon that we get to see with, uh, Christina and Callie. And I, I would say Derek. Derek has Derek, some that silver spoon. Um, well, I don't know because his dad. We know about his dad. Yes, his dad yeah, was shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murdered. And his mom was working like a single mom raising five kids. And took I in mean, Obviously, Mark. I think all no, you're of right. the kids working, are doctors. Working, yeah, they are all doctors, but working so, class. So clearly they're all like, they've all you know, fine. Maybe the rest of them apologize. I don't know, but they're not all like Addison. (laughs) Oh, that's for sure. Um, Addison is a golden spoon. A thousand percent. Addison, Adrian Forbes, Montgomery. (laughs) Yes. So rich. 
queen. Love her. I think if we have a girl next, her middle name should just be Addison Adrian Forbes Montgomery. <laughs> All one word. Yeah. Like hashtag. <laughs> hashtag yeah. Addison Adrian Forbes Montgomery. Uh, but no Shepherd. No, we no, don't no. need that. No, no, we no. Need that. Uh, unnecessary. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I like the backstory for Arizona. Looking forward to seeing her more, seeing their relationship more. I like that this feels resolved, right? Like, Callie apologizes. I think Arizona senses the fact that there was just a lack of, there's a lot of emotions behind Callie's reaction and just a lack of communication on why Callie was upset and why Arizona thinks that it's a good thing. Yeah. So another breakdown in communication we have in this episode, Lexi and Mark. Hmm. What is happening? What is Hilarity. happening here? So hilarious. They're not broken up, right? Like they, they just she just didn't want to move in with them. We're not Can you say something? Are they are they broken up? Like what's Yeah, it was I'm getting confusing. Vibes. Okay, to me okay. As well. I All did right. not remember this part um for so much. Like I remember him still like looking at houses but i don't remember like the pettiness and i fucking love the pettiness oh no it's great and it's funny um so first um lexi is stitching up amanda's arm because she was somehow injured when george saved her life and um so he mark comes over and is essentially like you've done a poor job please do it again um which is fine if it's true, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, uh, but like, it's fine. He's still uh, unattending. He still has to teach her. And if she's doing it wrong, she needs to do it right. And so then Lexi is like, can I ask you a question about that? And then he's like, yeah, sure. And she's like, uh, you're upset because I have all the power, but I don't want to have all the power. I'm happy to share the power. And then he says, um, get some 4 so you can redo your patient sutures. And then he goes over to Amanda and she says, oh, I'll just pretend I didn't hear that. And then she gives him advice on how to be a girl because he's the girl now. And she's like, whatever. And like, it's 2009. It's whatever. Gender norms, stereotypes, relationships, blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. Wait till you get to 2023, Mark. <laughs> um, so... Um, Mark says, what do girls do? And Amanda says, well, we start with the cold shoulder. So you're on the right track. And we go to our girlfriends and we bitch and our girlfriends say, you want to build a future, build it yourself. You don't need a man to give you that. So you want to buy a house, buy a house. And Mark says, you're good at this. Um, so then later on, he's looking at houses and Lexi comes in and, um, <laughs> uh, she, she's like, this is pathetic. And he's like, no, I'm moving on. But like, that's what's unclear. I'm like, when you say you're moving on, like, what does that mean? That's unclear to me. Yeah. So th- there's, there's a couple of things. There's obviously the scene, there's just a couple minutes ago where Lexi kind of diagnoses him. She's like, look, I understand. You feel like you have no power. Like I get it. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Which was confusing because that's something you say in a breakup. And then when he goes, women do this to me or women, Women don't do this to me. I do this to to women or something like that. That he's telling what is her name? Ad- Allison? Amanda. Amanda. 
So, yeah, it was just very interesting because I don't know what Mark is doing. Yeah. The let me be clear, I'm moving on. I'm yeah, a better woman than I'm, you. That's where I'm confused. Um, also, she, she says, the only reason you're even talking about a house is to make me feel bad. You're trying to prove that you're moving on without me. So then I'll regret my decision and change my mind. And he says, is this what women are doing when they say they're moving on? <laughs> Let um, me be clear. Says, yeah. I'm moving on. They don't usually take out a home loan to do it. Pathetic. And he says, let me be clear. I'm moving on. I'm a better woman than you. Very confusing. All she said was, I'm not ready to move in with you yet. And oh, then they had that awkward thing. They were saying, well, no, she's, she had a lot of priorities for her career, which hashtag right. mad respect. But then yeah. they she's like, well, are you asking me to marry you? And they're like, oh, we should stop talking about this right now. And then they like kind of awkwardly walked away from each other. That is yeah. not constitute a breakup. No, there's no resolution. There's no communication. It's very grace. <laughs> are Just they done? Standard, no are they one broken thing. up? No one's listening to anybody. Tell why when do I ever answer your questions? My prediction is they're broken up now. Okay. Run it, Alicia. Broken up. <laughs> they may not Already. even speak to each other until season six, episode two. <laughs> episode two. No, they'll talk. They'll talk because they're going to be in the same room as as uh, George coming back to life next episode. Mm. But will they talk to each other? Mm. Does him bossing her around medically count as talking? No. If then he no, does what he does at the beginning of this where he just talks to her about medicine and nothing else, like in the teacher capacity, then I feel like it doesn't count as their relationship. Okay. So that relationship-wise, they will not talk until at least episode two. But there will be medicinal communication. Medicinal communication. Um, okay. Well, on that note, we'll we'll cut it here and then we'll pop back in um, for everything else in the next episode. What uh, what do you think we should start next episode with? You know, I think we should start with everyone's favorite segment. 